For this week's episode of the Debbie and Dr. Rob show, we're going to be discussing the myth of being in the flow. There's a lot of people saying that you should be in the flow, being the flow. And what we're going to tell you is that maybe that is why you're stuck because you want to be in the flow. So this is a really exciting episode. You're going to find out how to break free and really make great changes in your life. This is the Debbie and Dr. Rob show. You are in the right place if you are tired of the basic self-help and you're ready for a higher level of teaching in neuroscience, Jungian psychology, and Eastern wisdom. We offer world-class personal development and coach training for evolving women entrepreneurs to help you go to the next level of growth in success, relationships, and living your purpose. So let's get started. Are you in the flow today, Dr. Rob? I think so. I hope so anyway. (laughs) Well, we're going to be talking about the flow today, but before we get started, I also want to mention that we are doing a live seminar in January in Hermosa Beach, our beautiful home. Uh, Not in our home, but in the town that we live in. And it's right on the beach and it is for women only and it's called Alchemy. And it's to help women who feel stuck, disempowered, um, not even knowing who they are or what their purpose is, or kind of feeling a little lost in what the next step is for them and wanting some guidance to really get in control of their inner power to discover who they really are and how to wield that power in life. Nice. Yeah, we hope to... to See you at the event. It's going to be awesome, and uh, it's, it's so beautiful here in Hermosa Beach. And we're going to be talking about the four feminine archetypes that are, if you're not making them conscious, they actually can be more destructive in your life and cause a lot of discomfort and uncomfortable emotions. And when you bring them to consciousness and use them, you will have more power, and you'll actually feel different after you leave the seminar. And we only do this live in person. So if you're looking to tap into that feminine power that you know you have inside of you, this is a beautiful concept uh, developed by Carl Jung and made better by us to deliver it in a very digestible manner for you to take on and after the event be able to use the tools that we teach you to reach your goals, whether you want to find love go to the next level in your career, or even change careers and start your own business. So really great. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people talk about archetypes, but, uh, you know, they're not really talking about the real stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, ours is uh, a a real spiritual psychology based on Jungian theory. Yeah. uh, The archetypes aren't a personality type. And I think a lot of people... Um, use them in, in, a, in more of a personality. This is more universal forces and spiritual power that these archetypes hold and that we all as women have access to. Men have their own set, but we, we women have access to these archetypes that are our spiritual universal power that we can use in the world. And when you access them, you actually become different. You interact in relationships differently. You ask for more money. You're able to confront people that you wouldn't confront before and really live a more expanded life. So really powerful transformation that's going to happen in two days 
in January. So if you're interested, go to our website, click on our events page and go to Alchemy and find out more about it. Great. Uh, So tonight's topic um, is the myth of flow, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about Now, there's nothing wrong with flow. Flow, the idea of flow really came out of this idea of peak experiences. Mm -hmm. What is going on when we're in that creative space and when all the cylinders are hitting and everything just seems perfect? Mm -hmm. It's flow. Uh, It's it's an incredible thing that uh, where... We lose our ego. We lose our sense of self, right? You lose sense of time. You're kind of uh, caught up in something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's it's an incredible experience. But a lot of people have been misusing it and misinterpreting it. And being attached to it and feeling like if they're not in the flow, that something's wrong. Yeah, and that idea comes more from the go with the flow kind mm-hmm. of thing, meaning don't make waves. Or the past path of least resistance. Path of least resistance, which is the least existence. Yes, and I always say that the flow, a lot of times we are not really in the flow. A lot of people are thinking, well, everything's fine, but they're really... Their ego is just on autopilot. The ego is just running everything, uh, keeping you in a circle, repeating patterns, but there's really nothing changing, but you're not really seeing a conflict either. You're just, you feel some people misunderstand that as avoiding conflict is being in the flow. And that's not what we, uh, what, what really, we can't sustain the flow 24 seven every day of our lives. There is something else that needs to come in as part of the creative process. Yeah. Yeah, so the path of least resistance, this uh, idea of a problemless, smooth path, (laughs) uh, that, uh, you know, stairway to heaven kind of thing with that. uh, No bumps, no problems. Uh, That's where the problems or the misconception arises. He, again, there's nothing wrong with the idea of flow. It's it's a great idea. It's simply that, you know, it's like when when magazines or newspapers announce something about uh, a scientific breakthrough, mm-hmm. and they they put it in in kind of very plain, sensational ways. So mm-hmm. uh, I remember a few years ago they they said we found the gene for alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And everybody was talking about, you know, kind of like like there was this gene that made you either an alcoholic or not. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way it works, but that's the way it translated in the popular media. That's something like the, what happened to the flow idea. <laughs> it was reported in a kind of a... It, well, some of the TED Talks are incredible if you mm-hmm. listen to them carefully. Uh, but the way it got transmitted into the culture was that this idea of flow was something desirable mm-hmm. and that when you were in it, you weren't going to have any problems. You were going to have the smooth path to mm-hmm. uh, create what you wanted to create mm-hmm. and solve the problems and get home before dinner. And you know why this is so harmful to 
for people is because I remember when I first started my hypnotherapy practice way before you and I started working together and things were not flowing for me. <laughs> there were problems, there were, you know, challenges. And I was thinking I'm doing it wrong. There's something wrong with me because everything should be flowing. I should be, I was tapping, I was clearing my chakras, I was doing everything to make, to say there's a block energetically inside of me. And if I just got rid of it, I can be in the flow and then the money would flow and my business would flow. And, um, and it really wasn't until I read, um, the book by, um, uh, Stephen Pressfield, he wrote the art of the war of art. And he talks about resistance in that book. And it was, it was like completely changed my perception of the flow and what it is to be creative and change your life. Yeah. And of course, it's, a, it's an ancient idea. The, um, the philosopher Caesar, Marcus Aurelius, said, the obstacle is the path. Yes. You have to embrace this conflict that's going to arise, that's going to lead you to the creative solution. And if you try to avoid that conflict, you're missing the best part of the work, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is really the, the, the treasure in the conflict. Yes. It's, in the, it's in the heart of it. Mm -hmm. It's in the center of it. It's like everything you want is is in the place you're avoiding to go within yourself and in the world. Yeah. So from the Jungian perspective, Jung would say that that internal conflict within you is appearing as an external conflict. So, for example, at work, if you're applying the flow, what you're seeing and what you're going to experience is your internal conflict, whether mm -hmm. you like it or not. You might think it's unrelated to, to me because this has to do more with a business proposition or, mm. or a creative solution that I'm looking for for my business. Or my company, the company, you know, did a deal that screwed me over, and, but I had nothing to do with it because I didn't do that deal. Yes, whatever it is, we project our mind into it, which means... In trying to solve that problem and in approaching it in a creative way, we are going to experience our own mind. Mm -hmm. And if you don't understand, you think it's, it's an external problem. It's an external conflict. And many people, here's where they go off the rails, they try to avoid it. Mm -hmm. They say, if there's conflict, that means there's something wrong. And so I love this quote by, um, he's a screenwriter and he teaches classes on screenwriting and in every great movie every great movie there's conflict is really the way the movie's told and the way it takes the story forward and he says conflict creates change so if you've ever seen any type of movie uh, a reality uh, not reality show that's well of course reality shows full of conflicts uh tv series you know those netflix series you'll notice that it's the conflict that keeps us keeps that character moving forward and changing the character. So just like with us, when we have a conflict, it's an opportunity for us to transform. And this flow 
gets in the way of us transforming because you can't transform in the flow. In the flow, you're just kind of enjoying that that time and creativity, but you're not really transforming in that place. So we need both. We need to be in the flow sometimes. We don't want to always be in conflict, but also we want to embrace the conflict. And so here are some of the conflicts that I see um, that we, when we don't face them, this is what happens is that we don't speak up. We avoid confrontation. We uh, avoid meeting new people. So if you're in relationships or a business and you kind of hide and you're not meeting new people, you don't want that conflict. You don't want to get that rejection. And you're also avoiding income opportunities because you're afraid to ask for what you want. And even relationships, if you're afraid to ask for what you want in a relationship, you're avoiding something. And so ask yourself, where am I avoiding? What am I avoiding? And why? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to work with families and um, a lot of them actually would come in because there was a lot of conflict going on Mm -hmm. in the family. And the first thing I would teach them was that that's not bad. Conflict is communication. Mm-hmm. It's when there is no communication, meaning no no interaction, no conflict going on, that there's a real problem. Mm-hmm. But as long as there's this conflict, there's an opportunity. And there's a lot of opportunities inherent in conflicts. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is we want to embrace that apparently external conflict because it's pointing at our own internal conflict, Mm -hmm. our unconscious assumptions about what's possible for us, how we're going to find solutions for our lives, and the answers within. But we have to approach it that way. In other words, it's the approach to the situation that makes the difference. I do like... uh the idea that we, in every conflict, is hidden in that is exactly what we want, our deepest lo- uh, desire that we love. Um, the conflict is actually like a silver platter showing us where, what's stopping us. And so a lot of, you know, when I first started doing like hypnotherapy and some of those healing techniques, I was trying to clear away the conflict in myself without looking at it. So if you don't examine the conflict and you're just trying to push through it, what you're doing is actually stuffing it and pushing it deeper into your unconscious. You're not really getting rid of it. It's this illusion that we're getting rid of things when we clear them. What we're doing is we're just avoiding them. And so the only way to get beyond it is through it. Yeah. So here are some, before we get into how to, how to approach the conflict, just think about the benefits. Um, A lot of people these are some conflicts that show up in people's lives that are actually the the vehicle for them and their transformation. So a breakup, breaking up a marriage, a divorce, uh, a relationship um, can be the catalyst for you bringing in the right person. Uh, layoffs from work, when I was laid off from the corporate job, it gave me an opportunity to start a new career. Illness is a catalyst sometimes for people having health it's like that, that alarm system goes off when something's out of balance, it's a wake up call. 
And then money problems. A lot of people really are resistant to their money problems. Like, oh, money's not flowing, or I got laid off, or they're looking at their debt, or, and, and they're feeling um, like kind of powerless to the money. In that feeling and that pressure of trying to find the answer, that conflict is the key for their financial freedom. But what they want to do is push it away. I want to get back to the money flow again, or I'm going to get back into the love flow again and the dating flow again. But what you want to do is you want to open up that conflict and say, what is inside? What is this here? It's telling me something. There's something really um, powerful in, in this conflict. Yeah. Yeah, Jung says that uh, there's this clash of opposites going on in our psyche uh, where we are we are essentially dealing with two incompatible ideas or energies in, in the psyche, in the mind. And logically, there's no way to fit them together. Mm-hmm. But emotionally, there is. Mm. So... The transformation happens at the emotional level where we accept that conflict as part of the growth process. It's a, are, So you're saying that the emotion that we avoid is what we need to basically incorporate or allow to be there and not be afraid of it so we can... Right. It, it is essentially the fuel... For the growth process, mm-hmm. there's no no way to grow without that energy of what we call emotion, mm-hmm. and the emotion is really what we call the unconscious as well. It is our unconscious processing and the way we perceive the world, and most of the time we don't even realize it, but we're reacting to the world in a visceral way through our emotions. Mm. We're sensing it. And then there's certain places where the flow or the ego autopilot keeps us avoiding those feelings, those emotions. They, there's certain things that um, are unpleasant for us to feel. Maybe those feelings of shame or guilt or anger or even fear. And if we allow those emotions to regulate our lives, we will stay in this sort of status quo. So the big question is, how do we face those uncomfortable feelings and these conflicts with power? So we're either in stagnation, which is in our ego patterns, ego autopilot, which some people think they're in the flow, but they're really just remaining the same, avoiding conflict, or we're in regeneration. And regeneration is... Um, the result of facing our conflicts, facing the internal battles that we have inside. And the creativity uh, in our life cannot be done just by being all light, being all positive. It's about us dancing with the darker parts of ourselves, the deeper parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at. And it's that light and dark combination that creates the friction and the transformation that happens within us. Right. That allows us then to rise above uh, superstition. Mm -hmm. Because superstition is the idea that these feelings that I'm having are arising from the external. Mm -hmm. That somehow the external is pushing back and telling me to stop, go back. And what we're saying is it's simply your mind. Mm -hmm. You're, You're seeing your mind. That conflict is is the opportunity to make the unconscious conscious. 
You know, I really like what you said, because a lot of times people, when they have a conflict in their life, they think it wasn't meant to be. It's a sign from the universe that, uh, it, you know, I shouldn't take that. And that kind of seeking that flow, seeking that path of least resistance. And it's just the ego. It's the ego going, it's too difficult. It's too scary. You know, don't poke the bear. Let's just keep it. Let's stay here in our comfort zone. But then nothing ever changes. And by us being able to bring in the lighter and dark aspects of ourselves, the unconscious parts that we're not aware of that are showing up externally as a conflict and going inside and saying, oh, that's because something inside is a conflict, then we can really change and grow. And so when we face the conflict inside, how does that show up for us? Like, how do we work with that? Yeah, so uh, Jung would say that integration, meaning the, the, the joining of light and shadow, or light and darkness in the psyche, um, creates a third element, mm. which is the the true self, mm-hmm. in a sense. Because when we're just focused on the ego, on that consciousness side, mm-hmm. um, it's just about survival. It's just about, you know, kind of sensing what's good for this little body mm-hmm. and what's bad for it. But from that higher perspective, perspective of that vantage point of the self which let's say it it joins both the light and the darkness you can you have more power because you're you're accessing the emotional power that's in the unconscious and you're directing it in a conscious way so here's an example um a lot of people have their persona, the light part of them, being the nice person, the good person, the kind person. And when we face a conflict with someone, wh- whether it's we have to tell someone we want to end the relationship or uh, I want to quit my job or I have to ask my boss for a raise or tell a client you're raising your pricing or um, asking for money, all those things, there's a, a judgment in our mind that says... They're not going to think you're a nice person if you do that. So for us to be willing to be, quote unquote, the bad person or the bad guy, uh, be willing to put ourselves out there, that risk of them perceiving us that way, we, not to say that we are, but that, that perception of fearing, we're really per, fearing the perception. We're not actually fearing that that's us. And we end up being free because then we could say, you know what, my intention is to make more money or to, to get the right relationship. And I have to be willing to let that person think the worst of me uh, in order for me to get what I want. And it's to be willing to face that judgment. And the judgment, what they think of you, is really only what you believe. So if you don't believe you're really a bad person and that you're doing truly what's in your heart, no one can make you feel bad. But it's in tide we, th- we judge ourselves. That's what we're really working with is that judgment of I'm a bad person because I broke up with Joe and Joe was such a nice guy or I'm a bad person because I'm charging X amount of money and people think that's way too much or I'm a bad person because I pointed out that person uh, a boundary for someone. And so this is what you're saying is that we are not basically limited by the persona, that perception of what other people think of us, 
and we're able to transcend both the mean and the kind and become something different, become someone free to act as we truly want to act instead of being bound by what other people think. Like I said, what other people think mm-hmm. of you is really what you think about yourself. And the whole conflict that we're, we think is outside of us is really the conflict within ourselves and coming to terms with loving ourselves, regardless yeah. of what we do, what our behavior is, or what other people say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, so th- these conflicts, these apparent external conflicts that arise either in relationships or work, they're giving us an opportunity to join those two halves of our psyche, mm-hmm. uh, the conscious and the unconscious. It's like a contradiction. How could you be mean and kind at the same time? Mm-hmm. You know, what is that? It's like a, a Eastern, uh, what do they call it? The cone or something where it's just like that question that you can't answer. And that's really where you want to be is you want to embrace the contradiction and see that those I, those identities, those labels are not really who you are anyway. They're just concepts of your own self-reflection, self-knowledge um, that you think is really true about you. So um, so to sum up, the flow is overrated. It's nice <laughs> to be there, but I want you to think about a conflict that's happening in your life right now, and I want you to fall in love with it. Fall in love with this conflict. It's a little puzzle, and it's a puzzle that your psyche has presented to you in an external way so that you can see your own mind and see where you're stopping yourself. And if you can look at every conflict that way, that there's gold in each one, you'll look for more conflict and stop looking for the flow all the time. And then what will happen is it'll feel like a flow because you're not resisting the conflict anymore. You're embracing it, you're working with it, and you're moving through it. And that's really the light and dark of life is what makes life meaningful and what makes uh, your creativity powerful. Right. Remember, the obstacle is the way. Beautiful. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We hope to see you soon. Please join us on our Facebook group, the Debbie and Dr. Rob Show podcast, and say hello. Tell us what topics you'd like to hear, and please subscribe to us on iTunes. That always helps us with the ratings, and leave a positive review or honest review if you you want uh, for us. That also helps spread the word for our show and tell friends about us because we'd love to share this message with more people. See you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Debbie and Dr. Rob Show. To find out more about us, you can visit us on our website at debbieandrob.com. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. We'd love to see you on every show. And thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you remember to believe in your biggest dreams.